with coronavirus spreading across the US, what does it mean if you're a real estate investor, an agent, or a house flipper in this economy? Well, we're gonna cover exactly that today and what it could mean for you. Plus, we're gonna talk through how to potentially limit your downside in this episode. You're gonna wanna check it out. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Steven Pesavento. And for as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. All right, guys, welcome back. And if you're just joining us, if it's your first time, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Hit the bell so you get the notifications. And if you're listening on uh, podcast, make sure you subscribe as well. Uh, you don't want to miss anything else from the investor mindset. So let's first check in. What is happening today? What could this mean for us? How is this going to look? if coronavirus continues to spread at the rate that it is right now. Well, right now, essentially what we're looking at is coronavirus day by day, and today's March 13th, day by day is growing at an average about 33% of cases uh, diagnosed every single day. So what that means for us is that in about 30, uh, I should say about 45 to 60 days, it'll look like coronavirus would spread to the entire population because it's compounding at a hockey stick like growth. And what we're seeing with that is that, you know, by mid-April, we could see 300 million cases of coronavirus. And although the death rate is only 2%, seeing that kind of an impact on the population, it would be nearly impossible for our healthcare system to keep up with those many cases. So the big question is, is it going to continue to spread like that? We don't know. Um, and uh, the other big question is, well, what's going to happen to prevent it from spreading? Well, it's pretty clear to me and I think a lot of other folks that there's going to have to be some type of quarantine process happening. There's going to have to be something that is going to that is gonna stop this from spreading. And one of the few ways to do that is to keep people from being in contact with each other. So it's a pretty high likelihood that throughout the US there's gonna be some kind of quarantine, whether that's on a regional level or that's on a national level, that's unknown. But what does that mean specifically for us in the real estate industry? Uh, it means that for a period of time while that quarantine's happening, it's probably gonna slow down the market. There's probably gonna be a reduction in activity. It could actually be a really great thing because we can take advantage of that. If we have capital on the sidelines, we can be purchasing, uh, especially if we're looking at things from a long-term perspective. But what we know for sure is there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. When the stock market is crashing, you know, the real estate market is typically tied to that, you know, even if it's farther out in the future. So if it continues to negatively affect the stock market and therefore the economy, uh, then it's likely that we're going to have some type of impact on the industry. Whether you're an agent, you're an investor, whether you're a house flipper, you're an apartment owner, uh, it's going to have some kind of impact. But one of the great things about this, I think, is that if we look at it from a long-term perspective, uh, this is something we can get through. This is, we don't need to have panic in the streets, but when there is panic in the streets, we need to ask ourselves, how could I handle this differently than everyone else? How can I look at this differently than everyone else? So if, if everyone's going this way, then we wanna turn around and look, well, hey, maybe where are the opportunities over there? So that's the first big thing I want you guys to think about from a mindset perspective is, you know, how can I handle this differently than the majority of the population? Because right now people are going, you know, uh, 
they're going out and they're selling all their stocks, they're selling assets that they have, and they're making decisions from a place that's pretty rash, and you only lose money in the market when you sell, right? If the market's gonna have a 30% drop if you happen to own airline stock, you know, Southwest did not lose 30% of its value overnight. You know, Carnival Cruise Line did not lose 30% of its value overnight. Now, the stock market is definitely being affected. And, and by all means, you know, the, the airline industry is projected to lose about 40 to $50 billion per month with the reduction of travelers that are, uh, that are getting on flights and traveling around the world. Yes, that's a big impact. And there is no way that they're going to make up that money because you know, twice as many people are not going to go and travel. However, it's a great opportunity for us to look and think, okay, well, if everyone else is panicking, how can we stay calm? Right. And so what we want to look at is what can we do? What can we do in this situation to take advantage of this challenge and to do it, you know, in an honest and ethical way. So I'm going to talk through a couple of those things here in just a second. So I have specifically four, four areas that I believe it's, this is going to affect the real estate market I'm going to talk through. And so, you know, hang with me here and let me know down in the comments below if this is something that you've been thinking about, if this is something that you've been worried about. And again, if you're just joining us, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You're not going to want to miss any of the future updates that we have or anything on investing in mindset that is going to make a big difference in your life. So first off, obviously, when there's all of this panic in the street, when markets are being affected in a negative way, when people are going and selling and we're seeing one of the biggest drops in the stock market since, you know, the last great recession, obviously, uh, that's going to lead to a lot of uncertainty. And when there's uncertainty, uh, it's both an opportunity to be cautious, and it's an opportunity for profit. So if everybody is going this way, we want to look the other direction. And so what we have to understand, though, for our real estate businesses is how is this going to affect behavior of both sellers and buyers? So if I'm a, an agent or a house flipper and I'm buying houses or selling houses for folks directly from a seller perspective, I have to understand, well, you know, our buyer is going to be out in the same numbers if we're under quarantine or if there's some kind of, you know, national uh, reduction in activity going on. Well, it's most likely that's going to reduce the number of folks out in the market. It's probably also going to reduce the number of people who are going to be putting their house on the market to sell because they're not going to want to fo have folks coming through their home, potentially you know, bringing that virus into their home, even if that shouldn't be a concern for people, or maybe it should be. Uh, it's going to be, and people are going to be thinking about it. And we already hear in some cases in the Southern California market, uh, where I have some agents and some friends out in that space that are hearing about folks you know, backing out of escrow, that are hearing folks who are you know, taking their, mark their house off the market because they don't want people tramping through it, and they don't really need to sell right now. But for those folks who do need to sell, and we are able to provide them with uh, a phenomenal service, we can change some of our methods uh, to handle some of that in a little bit different way. I'm going to talk about that here in just a second. So another area of an opportunity and a thing to keep in mind is that right now we have some of the lowest interest rates we've seen and they change day by day. So hang with me here. If they happen to be up, I'm sure they'll be down back again. But we also have low supply. So what that means is for the real estate market with low interest rates and low supply, it's probably going to drive price up. It's probably going to drive price up because you know if you have a $300,000 home that you're purchasing with 20% down and interest rates go from 
0.5 or 4.25 to 3%, all of a sudden now I can afford a $350,000 house or maybe even a little bit more. So in other words, people's affordability is going to be higher because of low interest rates and with low supply, that's going to increase demand and therefore increase price. Right. So we can take advantage of that. But now on the flip side, if people stop going out and buying like I just talked about, then we're probably going to see some kind of leveling out or maybe the market might even pause uh, while we're in quarantine. We don't really know exactly what's going to happen there. But one thing we are for sure is this third point is that building materials, for the most part, a, a large percentage of them are coming from China. And with trade being halted and essentially the Chinese economy being decimated by not being active, you know, for this quarter, uh, we're probably going to see both a rise in building cost, a rise in uh, access to those materials, uh, or sorry, the cost of accessing those materials. And we're also going to see a reduction in those materials being available, right? So uh, supply and demand is going to drive up price. And therefore, that's going to be passed along to the consumer. And those new homes that are being built are going to be more expensive. Whether we're talking about now or six months or 12 months from now, it's going to affect things into the future. So Assuming the market uh, is not decimated for the long term, uh, that's something we have to think about because with low supply and uh, builders trying to build as much as they can, but prices already uh, of those materials going up, we're going to see that affected in the price of real estate. Whether you're an agent or an investor, a house flipper, or somebody in between, we're going to want to make some adjustments to our business. And a couple of those options that you might have, a couple of things that you might decide you want to do is start thinking about things with a long-term exit plan in mind. So if you're a house flipper and you're buying with a three to six month window for exiting that property, we're probably going to want to purchase from a little bit more of a conservative standpoint with a little bit more of a margin for the unknown of what might happen in the economy. And we're also going to want to make sure we have an option for for a long-term exit. So, you know, buying a flip with the option of turning that into a rental if necessary. Uh, buying a multifamily property with a bridge loan that has an extension uh, window available for it so that you're not stuck in a bad position. So you don't want to be stuck in long in short-term debt if we potentially have to go long-term. So we're going to want to think about that as we're heading in. And you're as an agent, you're going to want to make sure that your clients are thinking about that as well. The other way that we can take advantage of this is we're going to want to refinance our properties or we're going to want to buy with these low rates. Now, rates are moving up and down every single day. I know the cash out rate is now through the roof uh, compared to what it was nearly just a week ago. So whenever you're listening to this, it might be different. But that is one way that you can take advantage of it is while rates are low, you can lock it in and you can... Uh, you know, sit on that property for the long term, or if you're buying, you can take advantage of that as well, right? And the lower the rate, you know, the the better the leverage we're going to see, and the better the opportunity for making money if we think about things from a very long-term perspective. Because no matter what happens in the next 6, 12, 24 months, most likely the real estate market is going to uh, come back with a vengeance in a really strong way, as long as we have a long-term option in mind. You know, and the third piece I want to talk about here is a big one, especially for you agents or you wholesalers, or you flippers out there, or you people who are spending a lot of money on overhead in your business. We want to adjust our marketing and we want to adjust our overhead for the potential that everything might pause 
for a little while, right? So if we're sending out uh, direct mail or we're doing some kind of marketing that we have to spend that money today and we don't really see an ROI on it for 60 uh, or 90 days, then we wanna be thinking that potentially it's gonna be a longer term window, that potentially we might see things slow down. We might see sellers decide not to sell. We might see buyers decide not to buy. And with that in mind, we might wanna adjust our marketing spend downward so that we're in a more of a secure position with cash on hand to be able to weather any storm. We don't wanna to get too far over our skis at a time in the market where we don't really know where things are gonna go. If you have a lot of extra cash, maybe not a bad time to be investing and spending when others aren't. However, I think right now is a really important time to be conservative with some of your purchases, to be conservative of some of the marketing that you're doing and some of the hiring or you know the scaling that you're doing in your business. You know, and one of the other things I want to talk about here, and I think it's one of the most important pieces, and then I got one more little nugget for you after that, but you need to keep yourself in the right state. We're going through a level of uncertainty. You're going to read the news. You're going to watch something you know, on YouTube or on TV, and you're going to see a lot of craziness going on. And you need to keep yourself in a centered place. You need to keep yourself in a position where you say, how can I best turn this challenge into an opportunity? How can I best overcome whatever challenges are happening in my business day to day? How can I feel secure in what I'm putting out into the world? How can I do good? And we're asking us the, these kind of questions rather than, oh my God, how am I gonna handle this? Oh my God, what, what's gonna happen in the world? Oh my God, how is the economy gonna crash? Right? Those kind of questions are going to bring you into a negative state. It's not going to put you in the right state of mind to go and, and uh, uh, be able to do good in the world you know, during this hard time. Uh, we want to keep our state in the right place. It's really, really, really critical that we do that. So wrapping all of this up together, the big point that I want to make is don't panic. We want to be thinking to ourselves, how can we do what others are not doing? How can when the whole crowd is going this way? To the left, how can we go to the right? And how can we look for opportunity uh, in the craziness? And how can we be that foundation, be that column, be that pillar, be that secure place for our team to be able to say, we've got this, we've got a plan, we're gonna work that plan, and we're gonna make sure that no matter what happens, whether it's a quarantine, whether it's mass infection, whether the markets completely stop, or whether everything keeps rocking and rolling like it has been, that no matter what happens, we're gonna be in a position to be strong, to be able to come out ahead, and to be able to continue to grow our business and impact the world in a really strong way. And with that, I really wanna encourage you guys, if this is your first time, or if you haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Make sure you subscribe on your podcasting app. You know, Jump over to us and shoot us a message on Instagram and let us know what you think about this, at steven.pesavento. You can find that in the notes below. Uh, or just drop some, some of your thoughts down in the comments. Would love to hear what you're thinking about. And as I'll leave you, as I do every single time we talk, go out and live a life worth inspiring others. And you can do that today by applying some of the stuff we've talked about. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.